Welcome to the Crystal Sparks Podcast. We are so glad you are here. Our one goal of this podcast is to grow your faith and help equip you to accomplish your dreams and your goals. Now here is Crystal Sparks. You know, I think that a lot of people um, are busy instead of productive. And I don't believe that God has called us to live busy lives, but he's called us to live productive lives. Um, Have you ever seen a hamster? Um, We had a hamster for a season. In fact, we had two different hamsters at our house. We were unsuccessful with both of them. But one of the funniest things about the hamster is they're constantly running all over their cage. And our hamster was so busy and she would move her bedding, the little shreds, the little wood shreds from one side of the cage to the other. She'd spend her entire day moving it around. And as soon as she would get it piled up in one corner, she'd pile it up in another corner. And then when she wasn't doing that, she just spent all of her time running on her wheels. She loved it so much. And I thought about it the other day, and that's exactly what we look like in our lives. We are exactly like that hamster. We're just moving things from one area to the next. And the truth is, is that we're not doing all that God has called us to do. I'm reading a book by my Michael Hyatt right now called Free to Focus. And it talked about how they did a study of people who work 40 hours a week and people who work 100 hours a week. And the truth is, they said at the end of the study, they realized that the people who worked 40 hours a week were able to get more done in four months than the people who worked 100 hours a week were able to produce at the end of a year. So that tells me this, that doing more is not the solution to our problems. The real solution to our problems is doing the right things. So I want to ask you this question. What are you going to have to say no to to get what you want? Whenever you're packing your bag um, to go somewhere, the very first thing that you look at on your ticket, on your airplane ticket, is what bags are permitted. If you're flying on Spirit, you have to fit everything into a backpack. If you're flying on American Airlines, you want to get it in a carry-on where it's free. Now, anything that's bigger, you're going to have to pay for. And once it gets overweight, you have to pay a surcharge for. And I think about this in our lives, that I think that there's certain things that we are graced by God to carry. And we are able to carry them completely free of any kind of penalty. But if we want to start carrying more things that aren't necessary, there's going to be a fee involved. And the people who usually pay it is the people that we love the most. It's our family, our children, um, our friends, or how about this, our own physical health. Doctors will tell you that the, the amount of stress that is being put on people are causing things like heart deficiencies, mental breakdowns, downs and overwhelming stress and anxiety. So I want to ask you, if you were to start to um, evaluate the things on your schedule, if something had to give, what would you have to say no to? Are you doing all the things that everybody wants you to do? Are you doing the things that God's called you to do? And I believe that we've got to start taking the wrong things out and putting the right things in. And the truth is we've bought into the lie that to be successful, we have to do more. But I'll just tell you that to be successful, we just need to do more of the right things. We've got to stay super focused on what God's called us to do. I love in John 15, 16, Jesus says, You did 
not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that your fruit should remain, that you should bear fruit and your fruit should remain. See, God wants us to live lives that are fruitful. And I love that the Bible tells us in Galatians what the fruit of the Spirit is. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, mercy. And I'll tell you that those fruits of the Spirit should be in our lives. Fruit in the Bible is not a car. It's not a bigger house. It's not a fatter bank account. It's not a best retirement plan. But the fruit that God's calling us to bear is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, mercy. Those are the things. Self-control. And I'll just tell you that if your life is lacking of that fruit, then it's time to start saying, am I busy or am I being productive? What areas of my life need to go? I'll just ask you this. Are you doing the things that only you can do? Or are you doing the things that truly anybody can do? Because usually we are running our lives completely ragged because we're doing that what we feel like everybody else wants us to do. And we're so busy because we're getting our worth and our value out of being busy instead of being fruitful. And if my life is lacking of love, joy, and peace, all the, the those fruit of the Spirit, then what it means is, is that I'm not doing what what God's created me to do. Because whenever I'm walking in God's divine purpose and His plan for my life, my life, the fruit of that, the manifestation of that, is that fruit that's listed out in Galatians. In Matthew 25, 23, Jesus says this. He's telling a parable, and this is what the master says to the servant. Well done, thy good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in, in a few things, and I will make you ruler over much. You know, what I love about that is he didn't say, well done, thy good and stressed out servant. Well done, thy good and busy servant. Well done, thy good and successful servant. See, here's the thing is that God's called us to an area of being faithful and fruitful. And we have a field that God's called us to. There's an area that God's called us to do. And here's the thing is we usually get our worth and our value by how busy we are and if we're not careful, we think that God's impressed with our schedule. You know, I love in the Bible where it talks about in Genesis that God created everything, the heavens and the earth in six days, and he rested on the seventh. And God took a day off. The ruler of all the world, the creator of heavens and heaven and earth had time for a day off, for a day of rest. In fact, I love when you read through the New Testament, it talks about Jesus and time and time again, he retreated away by himself to pray and to rest. You know, I think if we see Jesus doing it and we see God the Father doing it, I will just say that I'm not the ruler of all creation and I'm definitely not Jesus. And if God took rest and if Jesus took rest, then that means that I should take rest too. And truly, when we're not giving ourselves the time and the space to rest, what we are saying is that we are better than God. We are saying that we can do more in our own effort, in our own ability than we could if we trusted God with a day of rest. See, I believe that rest is holy. God wants us to rest. And the truth is, and when you read the book, Free to Focus by Michael Hyatt, I love it so much. I have the link down below. He talks about how much more people accomplish if they just start guarding rest. And what he's saying without saying it is, is if we just follow the biblical principle of being productive and not just busy, doing the things that only we can do and trusting God with the rest. I want you to just have 
have this challenge of looking at your schedule. I want you to do a schedule audit this week. Sit down and look at your schedule. Is it filled with things that you hate, you dread? What are the things that you can delegate to somebody else? What are the things that maybe you can take off your plate for a time or a season? What are the things that bring you joy? And make sure that those things are in your schedule. See, in my life, I've found that when I start making sure that my family time is on my schedule, that date nights are on my schedule, my quiet time with God is in my schedule, my workout time is in my schedule, and then I start making sure that the most important meetings are already built into my schedule, then all of a sudden my life stopped being busy and it started being productive. And instead of dreading my overall week, I started getting excited because I knew that it was what I had made. Here's the thing, is that the life you have is the life you've built, and the life you build is the life you'll have. So if you don't like it, if it's not full of the fruit that God's called you to produce, and by fruit again, I don't mean bigger houses and nicer cars, I mean having a life that you love, then start making the changes. I remember when I was completely burned out, it was about 10 years ago, and I was crying so hard. I had worked so many hours and I called up my pastor and I just told him, I can't do this. I can't keep doing ministry. I can't keep taking care of all these people. It's time for me to quit. And he said, well, what is wrong? What's going on? And I told him, I said, my schedule is just so stressful. I can't ever make all these people happy. And I began to go down the list and he told me this, and this is something I've lived by for the rest of my life. He said, well, honey, you are the architect of your life. If you don't like what's being built, maybe it's time to change the plans. And I want to tell you the same thing, that if you don't like what's being built in your life, maybe it's your time to change your plans. I want to ask you, are you productive or are you busy? And if you're just being busy, then maybe it's time to change our plans. Hey, I hope you got something out of this. I'm so thankful that you are here. Will you do me a favor and share this with somebody that you feel like will get value out of this? Um, it means so much to me. Every person that finds my channel and uh, just hearing their stories, like it truly is so inspiring. So, hey, thank you so much for being a part of this. And I will have the link to Michael Hyatt's book down below. And with all that said, let's do something awesome for God this week.